This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, candy from the COVID pumpkin. Two bags, one cup. It's Alf, and he's back in mulligan form. Brian's spray-painted exit hole. If you don't walk your dog first, your car becomes a paper? It switched it out. It's supposed to be P. Uber. Yeah, it's supposed to be P. Uber. I like my portion with a big old butt. Going to the Ultrons for dinner. <gasps> Sailor rotating moon skirt. Too legitimate to quit him it. Uh, need Necco wafers in a Ziploc. Crazy neighbor likes to eat feet. Hair fangs. The candy toot. Do the candy squat, kids. <laughs> Making things with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Everything that lives is designed to end. We are perpetually trapped in a never-ending spiral of life and death. Is this a curse? Who is this? Identify yourself, damn it! The Morning Stream, now gluten-free! Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is the morning stream for Monday, November 2nd, Day of the Dead, 2020. Dia del Muerte. Oh, no, me no bueno. I can't do it. I don't have that. <laughs> I just think somebody. of that, that scene from Quick Change. Bill, great Bill, un, underappreciated Bill Murray movie called Quick Change with Gina Davis and Randy Quaid, mm. where everything bad happens to this couple in one night. Jason Robards is chasing them. They're running from the law. And as they're as they're um, going down a back alley or this dark street, there's a woman selling flowers, a, a, a Latin woman selling flowers, and she just keeps going, La flores for los muertos, los muertos. <laughs> Quite the so whenever I talk about Day of the Dead, I have to I have to say it in her voice. That's fantastic. I don't think I've ever seen that. That's not not one of the Bill Murrays I've seen. It is. Uh, it's fantastic. It's such a it's such an underappreciated. I thought we watched. I guess we didn't watch it for film sack. You kept but, saying uh, if this comes up, we have to watch it. You'd, so you said yeah, that but a lot. I don't know. I mean, God, it would it work for film sack? Yeah, it probably would work for film sack. Given how how old are we talking here? Is like eighties, nineties, eighty, late eighties, maybe early nineties. Let's but say, um, what's it called again? Sorry, quick, um, quick change. Quick change. Bill Murray is a, uh, a guy who robs a bank dressed as a clown. Oh, this is right, uh, 1990, right after Ghostbusters okay. two. So sandwiched between that and what about Bob? Was this was quick change? There you go. Okay, and that uh, works. yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're right. Bill Murray, Gina Davis, Randy Quaid. There they are. Well, yeah, thanks. <laughs> 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 you know, I was really questioning the cast until I was able to confirm it. <laughs> until you confirmed. <laughs> confirmed, everybody. Confirmed. Yes. Um, anyway, well, that's fantastic. I hope everybody had a nice Halloween, a safe one, and all that stuff. Um, we just put a bowl out and said, take one. And did you? And how well did that work? It did. It worked, actually. We we kept an eye on it just but because see, we were curious and we wanted to see what would happen. I mean, they didn't know we were keeping an eye on it. We just did it. And kids would come. And they would look at the sign and then take one and go. It was okay. Never had a problem all night. So all kids reaching into the same bowl with their COVID hands. Well, that part. That's why we left the bowl out. Let's put it that way. 
because we knew that's what you let know. Them, let the kids spread it amongst each other, just not to us. Not to us. Don't bring it here. And even though we could have, you know, our COVID hands could drop it into their COVID bag. We just right, felt better yes, about that, true. so we didn't do that. But uh, <laughs> it was a weird Halloween because normally we're all about the door and the yay. And who are you supposed to be? Of course, you know, yeah. But we're just well, we, didn't do it. I um I hastily built at uh, at four o'clock. Yeah. On Halloween, I decided, you know what? I'm going to build that Halloween shoot that we saw on like Pinterest or Twitter or whatever it was. The it was like a little stand with a little shoot and a skull at the uh, the front of the shoot, and the candy would come out mm-hmm. and uh, shoot. It's so the I candy. Just, shoot. shoot. Mm-hmm. It's a shoot. Mm-hmm. And I already had PVC smaller PVC pipe that I use when I do the green screen behind me. I have a rig that I've built out of PC, PVC pipe and elbows and legs and things like that that um, that I can assemble and disassemble in in minutes. And but what I didn't have was a length of PVC pipe that was large enough to accommodate Kit Kat and Snickers and stuff like that. that oh, was, I think you know. Okay. So ran up to uh, the old Ace Hardware a couple blocks up the road in my Spider-Man costume (laughs) and uh, bought an eight-foot length of PVC pipe and then proceeded to build it with enough slope because you don't want to have too little slope. Right. You want to have enough slope that you can still reach it comfortably and that the kids don't have to squat down on the ground to grab the, the candy, but it's still got enough slope that the candy will travel down through it. What'd you do for and an exit kids, for like an exit hole? Oh, I, I went and bought a, uh, I also bought a skull. I bought a skull head like months ago thinking I was going to do this and didn't do anything about it until, oh. until Halloween. So I dremeled out a, um, the hole, the same size of the PVC pipe in the back of the skull's head. <laughs> and, was that a weird uh, experience? Can I just ask that real quick? Was that a weird thing to drill into the back of that? <laughs> yes, of it really was. I was thinking about that the whole time. Oh, and spray painted the uh, spray painted because I didn't want just a stark white PVC pipe, so I spray painted it blood red. Yeah, and then shoom, put the uh, uh, skull on the end of it, uh, bungee corded it to um, a tall stand in the back and a short stand in the front with little legs that stuck out. So relatively stable. Sure. <laughs> a strong wind could have knocked this thing left or right, but it wasn't moving forward or back. Okay, and um. And then tried it out, and we're like, okay, well, everything works in here except for the, the peanut butter cups and the milk duds, because the milk duds come in little boxes, and they're, they're just too big for the, the pipe. And the Reese's don't have, they have, um, they're wide enough that they fit down the pipe just fine, right. but there's too much surface area on the side that slow it down, and you want you want stuff that sits on the bottom of that pipe to get the maximum. They're not super malleable, they'll like... Bend, they have the bend in the middle, sort of where the two cups meet, but they don't really bend. It's like, <laughs> what do you think we're what, 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 Rockefellers here? It's a one. <laughs> it's a fun size. It's one cup in a little in a little bag. Come oh, on, yeah, sorry, I didn't Ooh, want to presume too much. <laughs> Mr. Oh, full size, Mr. Kenny. Yeah, if uh, we're not handing out full size two peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> so we decide. All right, well, we'll give those to the kids who who just don't get that the you know that the the shoot is there for this and, and come to the door anyway. And we were really good about, um, we had the door open. We could see when kids are coming. The dog would let us know. I had Deadpool's uh, severed head in the window talking to every kid who came by. I'm like, hi, I'm Deadpool. Beep, 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 beep. Nice. Yeah, you because know, <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's censored, but he's a little he's a little F-bomby. 
And um, all that takes is proximity. People just get close enough to it and it goes off. No, I'd see them coming and I'd hit the button because oh. I have the app open. And gotcha. if you don't have the if you don't have them in the app where it says uh, make me say shite, then he'll just keep talking constantly. But if you have the app open to the page where it's make me say shite, he won't talk until you hit one of the buttons on there and it's greetings, mm. goodbyes, insults. That makes you sense. Know. Yeah. So anytime I'd see kids on the sidewalk, I'd hit the greetings as the little slow as a little um uh as the delay for me to grab my Spider-Man mask, yank it down over my head, get to the door with a bowl of candy to catch them as they get to the bottom of the chute. Nice. Old man at its house. Good house to visit on Halloween, it turns out. I like it. Yes. Yeah, so here's how it would go 90% of the time. Okay. <laughs> the kids would take their bag, they'd hold it under the little skull head. And I'd say, all right, I got two pieces of candy coming down. And I'd put the first one in and say, all right, here it comes. And you hear it go through the pipe. And it would go and they would drop in their bag. Here's what they would do. They would look down to see what just landed in their bag. They're taking inventory. Like, all right, is this good? Am I waiting? And then the second piece would come down, bonk them in the head. <laughs> Did this, so this happened more than once. This kept happened, happening. Happened 90% of the time. The That's kids, fantastic. I'd tell them two pieces were coming down. I'd say, all right, here's the first piece. And then just as I'm sending the second piece down, they're pulling the bag away, looking down, and the candy ricochets off their head. You think it's because they're stoked that they're getting... They think they're uh, yeah, they're too. they're excited about this contraption. Right. They're really they're wanting to see. All right, what are these people giving? Are they giving out nerds? Are they giving out Kit Kat? Or is this like Necco wafers hastily put together in a Ziploc? Yeah, good point. Um, Ugh. Now and then we had uh, even with my elimination of the larger candies that get stuck in the in the chute still had some malfunctioning, right? Because if you didn't put it down with a little bit of force, you kind of shoot, you, know, you kind of pop it down the pipe a little bit give a little bit of a of a of a little helping push sure sometimes they'd get stuck and the only thing you could do because it was close enough to the house that putting another pipe down there to push things down just wouldn't work so we just keep putting more candy in there until finally the weight of all that candy <laughs> would send them all down to the bottom of the chute so for some kids this was a slot machine right it was basically you know and then you get jackpot I love that. That's great. So wait, you know what you should have done just to irritate a kid? You should have taken a box of nerds uh-huh. and they just poured the nerds, um, open the nerds and just pour the nerds down there like a bunch of gravel. <laughs> we had we had whoppers and there was points I thought about doing oh, that. Oh, I'd be so tempted. Of whoppers and dropping them all down there. I'd be so tempted. Whoppers would move down the slide. The, the whoppers in a... In, a, in their packaging would go down the slide just fine. So, and so cats, but just just from a technical standpoint, what is the yes. what is the steepness angle of the pipe? Like uh, it's probably it's a little bit steeper than forty five degrees. I'd say it's probably probably close to sixty degrees. Okay, so there was no point where you were like, man, we really got to crank this up higher, or else we're not going to get the candy down the hole. Uh, no, no, I mean, because like I said, if you you know the whoppers would go down fine, the Kit Kats would go down fine. The the Heath bars were a little bit, they were a little bit flat, so they'd make two points of contact. That was really it. The less points of contact, <laughs> the better. I love it. Um, there's a science to this. It's great. <laughs> there's a science exactly. But the parents loved it. They're like taking pictures of it. And at one point, so much stuff was stuck in the tube because it was like, all right, we'll just keep putting it. That we they were like, all right, well, this thing is starting to get full. And so I grabbed the pipe and I just start shaking it back and forth. Little <laughs> like, almost doing the shake weight uh, demonstration here. And um, that's when the the 
uh, stand behind me decides to give way. Oh, no. And <laughs> disconnect. No. And the bungee cord holding the thing, those held just fine, but mm. it was like the two elbows that were holding the the pipe that the uh, the top of the chute was attached to came apart. Mm. So so now it's like, okay, well, I'll shake it and just go crazy. And it dumped all the candy in the kid's thing. And then I'm like, all right, see you. Happy Halloween. Fortunately, it was the last kid. And so I had to turn around and sit there and reassemble things in my... No I was, reassemble, uh, no reassemble, you said to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I was uh, Peter B. Parker uh, for, for Halloween. Basically, I was uh, Spider-Man uh, shirt, uh, ugly green jacket, yeah. uh, jeans, and if I wanted to go two shoes that didn't match, I could have, but I didn't. I decided to go with um, house slippers. It reminds me of something. I saw something that probably will cement your choice of a PlayStation 5, and this is it. Okay. Oh, is it the Miles Morales? Uh, Do you see that the Spider-Verse... Uh, Spider-Verse skin they gave him. How it how it moves like the Spider-Verse. Like how it's it crazy in the Spider-Verse. looking. I can't believe yes. how they pulled that off. I guess it's probably, technically, it's probably not that big of a pull-off, but it looks insanely cool. It looks cool. really cool. Yeah. And the way I mean, he's basically, like here's the deal. Flying in the air doing this, and like he's real sloppy with his swinging and everything. Right. It's great. Right. So it's, it's, it's beginning of the movie, Miles Morales, not end of the movie, Miles Morales. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, yeah, as soon basically as soon as I see a PS5 available, I'm going to pick it up. But I'm not I'm not searching one out or um, you're not you trying know, to snipe them online or, or any like of that. that. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I get you. When I see one, I'll order it. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of where I am this year with any of those sorts of things. I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, if it happens, I mean, here's here's the thing. None of my kids are little anymore, so there's no reason to have like a central console under a television other than you know people coming over or whatever. And that hasn't been the same as it's been for a while this thing will likely whatever i end up with will end up being in here for streaming reasons and stuff mm-hmm. so for me it's like just buying another piece of business hardware in a weird way yeah right right so it's it's fine it's fine yeah uh okay real quick yeah i want to tell my son he won't hear this but for all 20 year olds with a dog living on their own in an apartment i want to mention this uh if you don't walk your dog before you drive a long distance they will poo in the car <laughs> this is true yes and that happened yesterday nick was coming out here no sorry halloween uh he came out here oh we i've even told you this kim made for the first time maybe since the early 2000s kim made homemade gumbo um, normally we're a jambalaya house because it's healthier we like it better and all that sort of stuff but once in a while you gotta have a good gumbo gumbo is basically gravy food but it's so freaking good and yes. so she went out and bought fresh caught wild uh, crab, so you can buy that. Okay, uh, which means it was caught in the wild, not in a farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. She got shrimp, some pretty good shrimp from a place we trust that good, does good shrimp, despite the fact we're landlocked in the middle of Utah. You don't get great right. shrimp, <laughs> right? Yes, fresh caught, put on a truck, frozen, driven to Utah, and delivered. To yeah, them. as much as best as you could, right? Or can? Yeah, but, of course, um, of so course. we do all of that. She makes this roux. It's insane. It's insane. The only thing she didn't put in there is uh, uh, okra because she doesn't really like okra, but that's mm. usually a thing you put in there. Anyway, wow. we how does she not were, like okra? Jeez. We were dying, Brian. Oh, it was so I was so good. I can't even express in words how well we ate on Halloween night. It was so that's awesome, freaking good, and it looked great too because it was this giant metal pot. With big crab legs hanging over the side of it. <laughs> it looked very Halloween y. It yeah. looked very Halloween y. And the cool thing is, the crab legs, you know, at the base of their body where there's like a lot of flesh there, but you kind of have to pick through the, yes. the little yeah, shards. Yeah, wherever you, where the legs connect. Yes, that place. Mm-hmm. It, because mm-hmm. it sat in that roux for long enough, that part of the crab was browned with the roux. In other words, it had really seeped in there. 
eating. Oh, it was. Oh, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Right, well, the problem. The other problem is you can keep jambalaya around for a couple of you know for like a week and it keeps if you have leftovers. Oh yeah, absolutely. But gumbo, not so much. <laughs> if it left. Yeah. Oh Se- really? Seafood gumbo will three days in and you better you're now you're playing with fire like you're gonna it's gonna be really fishy and weird and even if you've kept it super refrigerated and all that it doesn't matter it goes starts to go bad which is the other reason she doesn't make it that often but if i could i would give i would have teleported a bowl of this to you (laughs) and all the people i like in my life because it it was i would absolutely love it it was so good and kim promises she'll put the uh, recipe up and We'll probably talk about it on Skim today. So, all right, little little more food porn then, uh, since we opened those floodgates. Yeah, uh, sous vide turkey thighs. So the neighbor, crazy neighbor, found this recipe for sous vide uh, turkey confit, and uh, uh, that involved, you know, sous vide. <laughs> I see said, that look on your face. Well, you said confit. feet or or. Or, confit, C-O-N-F-I-T. Oh, oh, oh I thought you said feet, like they're feet. I kind of, I think I might have pronounced the T. Confit, <laughs> turkey confit. Okay, anyway. that I can deal with. All right, you're fine. Sous-vide these turkey thighs in this marinade, this um, this garlic um, and herb um, marinade, yeah. and then rendered duck fat. <laughs> so all this was in the bag. Sous-vide that for 17 hours, then took out the, the thighs uh, brushed, brushed all the duck fat off of them. Had the had the duck fat and the turkey juice still in the bag. You get all the duck fat out of there, and then the turkey juice you used to make gravy. This, and then you put them in the oven for about uh, at 500 degrees for about 10 15 minutes to like crisp up the skin. This thing, we still have some left. It is the best turkey I've ever had, and I'm like trying to figure out how I can take a hatchet to our our Thanksgiving turkey uh-huh. and fit all the pieces into bags and put it in the. Uh, <laughs> The sous vide. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Man, we ate well Absolutely this weekend cool. is what we, we did. We did eat well this weekend, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry anyone and, else and, out there just ate candy or whatever, but we <laughs> Exactly. That was awesome. We always try to so do some good. sort of great dinnery thing on Halloween, but I think maybe from now on it's the gumbo because it was so well received. Dylan and Tay and the baby were here. Um and Nick and his poo dog. And uh and it was it was amazing. Everybody just had just a, the most wonderful meal we've ever had. Uh, but Nick, again, or anyone hearing this, if you don't walk your dog before you drive them across town when they've been in their kennel for a bunch of time, mm-hmm. they're gonna poo in the car. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And Boomer did that. She pooed in the car, and he called us like five oh, minutes out. Boomer, and said, I was totally thinking it was gonna be the new puppy. No, wow. she's with us. She's with us. Nick lives downtown with his other dog. Right, 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 right. Okay, yes. So, so it wasn't your car. Good. No, right. definitely not my car. Thank goodness. So he's driving up here and five minutes away, he calls and goes, um, he's on speaker. He goes, could someone meet me outside with like <laughs> some paper towels and some like stuff like that? <laughs> and we're like, what's the matter? And he goes, um, I think that I'm, I'm pretty sure the dog took a di- giant dump in the back seat of the car. And I'm like, all right, we'll be there. So we were, we did, we took care of it. And they were trick or treaters while we were trying to do it. So he's oh, even front. better, yes. And there are kids around. And I'm like running around with a bag of poo. And, yeah. <laughs> Here, would you like some full size Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> <laughs> They're fresh. We made them ourselves. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Anyway, we oh. hope you all had a good uh, thing and. Uh, 
uh, one final note. I um, I think it was either it must have been either you or Nicole because it's the only it was, the three of us. It was us. Nicole because I haven't watched it yet, but but it was it's on my list to watch. So oh, you gotta watch this. So that that documentary about Galaxy Quest called Never Surrender, Never what is it? Never yeah. What's the phrase? Uh, never surrender, never give up, or whatever it is. Something like that. Uh, yeah. The Galaxy Quest documentary that's on Prime right now. I adored that. That's cool. And it makes me just want to watch Galaxy Quest like right freaking now. Oh, it's just that, called Never Surrender. That's it. Never that's surrender. it. Never Surrender. And it's got um, it's got an amazing quote in there. It starts with this quote by David Mamet, who's like this famous mm-hmm. you know play and movie writer, mm-hmm. just you know known for whatever. And he says the four greatest House of Games, four yeah. greatest films ever. Or, yeah, four greatest films ever made. And he says The Godfather, and then some French thing I'm not heard of, and then some other highfalutin movie, and then the last one, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And when they get into the reasons why that movie is so good, why it holds up, why it was great then, why it's still great today, you realize, yeah, there's it's a weird coming together of all the right things. How Sam Rockwell like refused to do the movie over and over, and now he said that would have been his greatest regret in the world because he loves it. Uh, Tim Allen says all sorts of stuff. I didn't expect Tim Allen to say about it. Sigourney Weaver's in this interview. Does tons of interviews. It's awesome. That's cool. Watch it. Um, it, would you recommend? So it's been a while since I've seen Galaxy Quest. Would you recommend seeing Galaxy Quest and then watching this, or do you think that it, it covers so much ground? There's no reason to watch Galaxy Quest right before watching. This? Um, had oh man, that's a really good question. Had I had I had the forethought, I kind of wish I would have. Well, either way, it's it's making me want to see it again. But I think it would mm-hmm. be a fun thing to see it and then see all this talk about it. So yeah, I'd actually okay. recommend that if you if you're up for it is is to watch it and then watch this. Not that you right. ha- you yeah. don't have to. Like I know you don't have to, but it was like you know that it. Uh, but it obviously, making you want to watch it mm-hmm. means okay. Well, then we're going to watch Galaxy Quest and then watch. And the other thing <laughs> Ray is- says watch before and after. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much time you've got, Wraith eighty six. Yeah, but, which um, geez, talk about having all the time in the world over there. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, this is no spoiler. But I didn't know. Well, maybe it is a spoiler. I won't say then. Okay. Let's just say that the passing of Alan Rickman had a really profound effect on all of it. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. So go oh, watch and it. Galaxy Quest is streaming, by the way, on HBO Max. So Correct. If you have HBO Max, you can watch it. There. So watch it on Max, then go over to Prime, watch the documentary, and then like, what's his name in the chat? You can go watch it again if you want to. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> cool. Is my light very intense right now? Does it seem intense it to you, Brian? It doesn't look intense to me. I got a new lighting thing, and I don't know if I have it set right, so I'm hmm. not going to worry about it. No, it looks all right. Uh, all right. So we're bringing in Dunaway, right? Yes. Uh, Are we, we're just gonna we're just gonna gloss over the fact that this is episode 2015 and oh. not talk about anything that happened. Shit! I I forgot <laughs> to mention it. I, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna I, I'm going against my better judgment and I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> you guys, it's episode 2015. You know what that means? It was the year, and I'll give you the following. It was the year of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of the second best movie of that year, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which spawned a wonderful TV oh, series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the year that we had the greatest nerdtacular we ever put on. It was wonderful. It was my favorite mm-hmm. by far, far and away my favorite. Mm-hmm. And the year that Mad Max Fury Road came out. All right. Good deal. Now and let's bring Now we've in. done it. Am I, we're over it now. <laughs> We're over it now. I don't have to. The last thing I wanted to do is like have, have the show tomorrow where you say, all right, 2016. Holy crap. We forgot to talk about 2015 yesterday. That's a good point, And I'm glad you brought it up. 
Whoops, not that. Here's the sound. Here's the car. The car moment. There you go. That's all you have to listen to. Okay. All right, check this out. Joining us right now, our good friend and pal from way down south, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Hello. Welcome. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Pal. Friend. Hi. It's nice to see you. How how are you? Are you well? Are you well, good? Right now, I'm just looking out my window and looking at all the people doing the last day of the pre-voting, and they all look very happy. Are they out? Wait, where are you? Where you're seeing these people? Are you seeing them? Uh, uh... I'm at work. Oh, I'm okay. across the road from the polling place. Oh, nice. And so, yeah. That's nice. I would call that a, a good sign. People are out and engaged in the civ- their civic duty. Uh, That's not six feet, people. Nope. Get a little, get a little, get a cram in there, you you mother scratchers. Anyway, well, good. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, We're going to have a lot to talk about later at 3.30, by the way. I have something to tell you about on Boop Show that you're going to lose your mind over. I cannot. Oh, I can't wait to lose my mind. I'm tired of being sane. I'm so sick of being sane, Scott. Yep. I need to be insane. If you could just help me lose my mind, that would be great. Well, if you're in the membrane, we'll bring you the insane. Uh, anyway, that's all coming up soon. Let's talk about uh, our listener who's on the line waiting very patiently uh, to play Babel Royale today. Hi, who's this? Hi, my name is uh, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. I'm, hey, I'm Anthony. An- I'm God Beats in the chat and Anthony oh. on Twitter. Oh, nice. I'm also, known as the Lo- <laughs> I'm also known as the Logan guy. Ah, the Logan guy. Very nice. The Logan guy, yes. Wait, yes. You're not- <laughs> you don't live in Logan, Utah, do you? No, no, I was the one that was that was donating all the Logans, all the Logans. Yes, all the copies of Logan oh, on 4K. That guy. <laughs> so one of the prizes today is not going to go Perry. back to you. Yeah, you're not going to get a copy of Logan today. We can promise you that. Well, you're uh, also not going to get a copy of Bumblebee 4K, which is in the prize pool oh, to give to the person. That's what I want. <laughs> well, tough. You know, t- you could if you win today, Anthony. You have the choice of gifting <laughs> Brian Dunaway the Bumblebee, oh. the, the Bumblebee 4K that you would have uh, that you would have nice. had yeah. you not been the person who gave it to us. <laughs> not, not bad. Uh, <laughs> everybody wins today. Well, it's good to have you here, Anthony, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and kick it off with Brian explaining how this works and what you could win. Absolutely. Here's how it's gonna work. I'm gonna give Scott and Brian a topic. They're gonna go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer. Or, yeah, they take too long to come up with an answer. The win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the prizes you will get, which uh, are copies of uh, <laughs> Warhammer End Times Vermintide oh. Oh, and goodness. Warhammer 40K Space Marine Collection. The whole collection. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's, you're yes. speaking my language and here. This is great. That is courtesy of Racer951. So big thanks to Racer951 for contributing those. Yeah. Right. 951, is that a car reference? Is it? What's that? Uh, no. 951, is that a... I think so. Is that for like a Porsche or something? What is that? Might be. Yeah. I don't know. Nine, is there a Porsche 951? Is that a thing? I think there is. Yeah, I think there it is. It sounds legit. Don't you guys but think... But I can totally be wrong. In our, in our youth, one of the, uh, the three of one us... One of the famous-looking Porsches is yeah, the 951. Yeah, but in our, in our youth, the three of us, it was all about the 911. That's the and car the, And the 944. Oh, and yes. the 944, yeah. Mm-hmm. That had the fat butt, right? The rounder. Mm-hmm. That had the fat butt. Yeah. <laughs> the more roundy butt. <laughs> but to me, like you cannot say Porsche or Porsche or any of the forms of that without me immediately thinking of the 911 because that's all mm-hmm. anyone cared about when I was in high school. 911 Turbo, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyway. Turbo. All right. Turbo. Well, all right, anyway. Yeah. Your topic is not that. Uh, your topic oh. comes to us. 
It'd be great, though. Uh, topic comes to us courtesy of uh, Jamie. Uh, TMS Mashups Jamie, which this is a great one. I'm so glad he did this. He says, uh, took me a long time to make this custom list, but here we go. Live action sitcoms, 30 minutes or less. Yeah. I'm about less than 30 minutes, but 30 minute live action sitcoms that debuted in the 1980s. So from 1980 to 1989 and ran at least 120 episodes. So oh, wow, that's getting pretty so, specific. Okay, so no, no one season wonders, right? Now their, right, right, their right, entire right. run didn't have to take place in the '90s, but they had to have launched in the '90s. Uh, he went through a list of 300 entries and weeded out cartoons, game shows, and fluffy little clouds, and got the following list of 23. <laughs> uh, and wait, uh, did you say 80s or 90s? 80s. Hey, it started Uh-oh. in the 80s, yeah, but you said ended. That. Yeah, TV but that, shows no. that launched in the 80s. A second ago, but you no said end time. 90s. No end time. Just well, yeah, but a second ago, you said 90s, and I think it was by oh, accident. Oh, did I? I'm just clearing I it. I'm uh, just getting clarification. Sorry. All right. We're sorry. Good. So they may have ended. They, they may have ended in the 90s. Okay. But they started in the 80s. Okay. Fair enough. And these are all okay. Okay. Wait. One more thing. One more all thing. 30 minute live action sitcoms. No animation. Live action sitcoms started in the 80s. In other words, the Simpsons is out, or is it is it syndicated stuff too? Prime time, okay. Prime time. Keep in mind, Simpsons Simpsons is out because it's animated. Simpsons is out because it's animated. Correct. Okay. Thanks, Scott. (laughs) Hey, I helped you. You may have said it. You never know. So as you've heard the uh, level of confidence, who do you choose? I know. I'm just looking to make sure there's no other information I need to give you. I think there. I think that's it. So uh, wait, wait. I do one more question. Look at all that hair on Van! Holy know, cow! So much hair. Does it does does it have to be funny? Uh, somebody had to have found it funny. Okay. <laughs> and I'll tell you, there are twenty three shows on the list. Twenty three shows. Twenty three shows on the list. And you, right now, Brian, I think you've got a distinct advantage because Scott is very distracted. I'm very by his distracted. Twenty three. No, oh, I got no. It. Okay, good. Twenty three shows. Right. I'm good. I'm good. There you go. So, Anthony, uh, hearing the topic and seeing that that Scott's attention is divided between his grandson (laughs) and the game, (laughs) Uh, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? This is going to be tough. I'm pretty sure they both watch TV. Um, (laughs) TV. TV. Good choice. TV. I'm going to go with Brian to win because he asked a lot of questions. So it sounds like he's trying to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. And let let Scott go first. Okay, I like okay. this, Anthony. Cool. Uh, okay, okay, uh, okay, Brian. Okay, um, so I'll start, and I'll say, okay. um, I had one in my head. <laughs> I'll say, <gasps> <laughs> uh, the 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 Cosby Show, the Cosby the Cosby Show. show. Oh, very good. Started pick. in 1984, mm-hmm. ended in in 1992, and had 197 episodes. A right. hundred? How many? 197. 197 episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot of Which is good. Yo! Yes. you know, or whatever. No, that put it by the way at number seven on this list. Okay, right. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Alf. <laughs> Alf. <laughs> oh no, he's not out, is he? Really? He's not out right away, is he? How far does Alf go? I mean, come on. Alf is a terrible show. It debuted in 1986, Uh ended its run in 1990 after 103 episodes. Oh, come on. So so sadly, Anthony loses. But I want to keep going with this because there's like... Right away, right? What's that? 
I get a mulligan if I mess it up right away. No. Oh, is that is that is a that rule? rule? Like do a mulligan? That's what you always uh, do for Scott. No, he doesn't. It's sometimes. No, Brian just said. Brian is going to say. I do mulligan if I announce Chat room. Chat room. How many times have we ended this show with Scott? Lose now in the first one. How many times <laughs> chat room? I want to. I want to hear from the chat room. I mean, it's a fair. I, I kind of do like. I, okay, I want to hear. Say right now, I kind of do like the idea of saying if the first answer you give is wrong, we automatically always do mulligans without, you know, no matter who it is. I kind of uh, like. You that, know what? I will. I will agree done. to this because I will benefit from it in future episodes. So I'm totally okay. fine. With All it. right. Okay. So so uh, you're back in. Anthony, I retract. I retract this. I'm taking this back. And that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. That's a, all right, Brian. You, uh, I'm going with uh, Fox's um, "Married with Children," which is what I should have went with. Being with, I thought with that a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. "Married with Children," number two on the list. 262 episodes started in 1987, ended in 1997. Okay. Oh, all right. See, there you go. Um, <laughs> Shojo, making up rules now? <laughs> yes, we are. I like this. This will be official going forward from today forward. The first answer, if the first answer out of your mouths is wrong, then we'll all, then you'll get a mulligan. Okay. But now, but now we're in. We're in. You guys have both given a correct answer, so we are in now. Um, who's the boss? Oh, that's who's a good one. the boss? Mona. 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 Uh, launched in 1984, ended in 1992, 196 episodes. Wow. Still in. Uh, Number eight on the list if you're keeping score. I feel like I dodged a bullet. All right, Dunaway. I don't know why I didn't... Why didn't I say cheers to start with? <laughs> why didn't, you say, no, why didn't either of you say next. cheers to start with? I don't know. I, I thought for some reason I thought Scott had said that. And I was like, no, he said the Cosby show, which he just said a few seconds ago or something. But yeah, yeah. okay. I yeah. got those confused. Uh, number one cheers. on the list with 271 episodes started in 1982, ended in 93. It's a great show. Still, it was a great show. Till this day, to this day. Go watch it again. It's great. Um, all right. Uh uh, let's keep with the the must see TV night or whatever the hell they call oh. it then, and go with Family Ties. Family oh. Ties, nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty nine, one hundred and seventy two oh. episodes for Alex P. Keaton and the gang. Okay. All right, I'm gonna stay with. I'm gonna I go think back of it with more the... of a Michael Gross, uh, 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 Tremors sort of uh, <laughs> success. Great. Forget about Michael. I'm Keaton. gonna go with. Or not Michael Keaton. Roseanne. Meredith Baxter. Also a long-running show. Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne. That's a good one, too. 1988 to 2018, thanks to uh, <laughs> its comeback. Yeah. Uh, right. They're still doing the Connors thing, right? They are. Didn't I see that the other day? Uh, yeah, but I don't think they're counting the Connors family as, or the Connors as... Uh, gotcha. Um, ...under the same name as, as Roseanne. 230 episodes regardless, and uh, of course, well well placed on this list um the one i hate the most i'm worried it's gonna bite me because i hate it so much but uh full house i think started in late full 80s. house oh, sure yeah. did full house 1987 yeah. ended 1995 193 episodes Oof. wow Oof. well you can't watch the full house without watching some growing pains how long did that thing last ah, shit. growing pains lasted from 1985 to 1992 with 167 wow. episodes uh Kirk Cameron. Kirk right. Cameron. Uh, oh, no. Uh, f- 
Uh, I think that may have been seventies. Frankenbeans. I'll say facts. Facts of life. I don't know. Oh, you take the good. You take the bad. You take them both. And facts of life not on the list. I just had to double was check. Different strokes, facts of life. That was like late seventies, right? No, 70. that was eighties, but they didn't last as was long, it? right? Um, I want to say facts of life lasted. Yeah, aired uh, nineteen seventy nine. First episode, oh, August 79. of nineteen seventy nine. Um, Two hundred and one episodes, but yeah. seventy nine. Yeah, the first season was like not even the same people. Dang it! That's right. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't get your. I think you had Tootie and Natalie, but you didn't get your right. Blair or Joe or any of those. Well, when uh, did the Jeffersons happen? Was that 70s? Oh, Jeffersons oh, was 70s. definitely 70s. Okay. Yeah. I knew. I mean, I knew uh, the one that preceded it was, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Different Strokes? Th- no, the one that Jefferson spinned off from. I can't think Oh, of- I'm sorry. We're talking about Jeffersons. Uh, All in the Family. Yeah, All in the Family. All in the Family, I knew it was yeah. 70s, but yeah. I wasn't sure about yeah. Jeffersons. But now that you say it, of course it was. Everybody looked like they were in the 70s. <laughs> That's exactly. I have to think about the clothing. Uh, here's all Wait, the other things. Did we, did we do Frasier? Because. Frasier did didn't happen until after? the 90s. Frasier's was, uh, Frasier was after. After Cheers? Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember yeah. if it like stepped right in or not. Oh, I wish Frasier you would have said it. Uh, 1990. Oh, wow. 1994? 93. Oh, three. Late, wow. Three years into the 90s, yeah. Sa- same year as oh, Cheers right, ended. Oh, right, because it, yeah, it started the same year Cheers ended. Uh, here's all the other things you could have said. Murphy Brown, Family Matters, Murphy Coach. Brown. I wasn't say Coach. Night, Night Court, Newhart, The Golden Girls, ah. Seinfeld. Ah. Wait, Seinfeld, Seinfeld in the eighties? I thought it started in nineteen eighty nine. That is such a nineties thing to me. It totally it's 100% is. Hundred percent. Designing Women, thing. Webster. Give me a break. Oh. Mama's Family. Wait, how comfort. long did Webster go on for? One hundred fifty episodes, <laughs> eighty three to eighty nine. Uh, Too Close for Comfort, Charles in Charge, Kate and Allie, Mm. and It's a Living. The Three Close But No Cigars, Mr. Belvedere with 118 episodes, The Wonder Years with 115 episodes, and Alf with only 103 episodes. Uh, That's too bad. Well, your mulligan saved you today, dude. Well done. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Actually, the the mulligan both saved you and instituted a new rule, which I think I like. I learned up on that one. Yeah, I really... Giving us show content, because otherwise it's like, okay, we're done. Yeah, yeah as weird, as, weird as that is, like, it still, it, it totally worked. Uh, well, all right. Now all I have to say then is, uh, well done, Anthony, because you picked the right horse. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. These things and more will be yours. All you got it. well, I shouldn't say and more. I don't know. This, this is all you're going to get. Uh, you just have to email Brian, coverville at gmail.com. He will send you codes. He will send you any physical things. I can't remember if you had any or not. No, they're both digital, right? Today, both digital. Uh, everything's digital. Yes. Uh, so all you got to do is do that. How do you feel about your win today? I feel great. Thank you for creating your own loophole, Brian. <laughs> and doing it in real time. This is great. This is uh, that's the kind of democracy we have here. We're willing to make constitutional changes on the fly as needed. Uh, good job, Anthony. And we'll see you next time. All right. I think this only happened a couple of times though, where we've actually stumbled right usually it's a misunderstanding of the question mm-hmm. yeah almost always right yeah it's like yeah. uh oh wait a minute that me but yeah in this case i feel pretty good about the, that rule i think that's a good rule and brian sometimes has contest or um uh, uh topics where getting that first air out of the way will actually help refine 
the rest of the game. Do you know what I'm saying? So we know, right. oh, right. If that's it's almost not like a it, sample then... question. Yeah. And now for right. your sample exactly. question. Exactly. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> like bit. Like you getting to say, well, would this qualify to kind of break things down? By the way, I didn't say Perfect Strangers. I'm just looking at the list from uh, Jamie. I thought I did. 150 episodes for Perfect Strangers and oh. uh, started in 86. So Freaking that would have qualified, but uh, definitely yeah. 86. I don't remember it being that many episodes, though. It was how many seasons yeah. was it? Uh, eight seasons. <laughs> if you guys want to see the ultimate I have some seasons to watch things, I only remember like three. Here's what you want to do: you want to watch the ultimate reboot of Perfect Strangers. Watch season. Th- well, watch it all, but make sure you watch season three of The Leftovers. And I won't tell well, you why. I just gotta know. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's but true, it's yeah. amazing. It's an amazing yeah. Perfect Strangers thing that you do not see coming. It's incredible. You have to watch mm-hmm. it. Anyway, what Brian? Well, I gotta ask a question though. I gotta ask a question. What do, y- what do y'all remember the topics being from uh, Perfect Strangers season eight? I don't remember anything <laughs> past maybe season three tops. I don't know. I don't. I didn't watch that show at eight all. Eight years. Yeah, I don't think years, I ever saw surely, a full episode of Perfect Strangers. Surely, after eight years, he would have gotten rid of the accent. He no longer would have been. You know, he would have to be totally acclimated <laughs> <Yeah>. to the <laughs> U.S. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean. Yes. Did you what guys were they know? exploring at that point? Did you guys know there was an attempted reboot in 07? Let's see. Uh, it was called... Really? Oh, no, no. That's Perfect Stranger with Halle Berry. Never mind. <laughs> no, that'd be great. Yeah. She's a... <laughs> with Bronson Pinchot and Holly, Halle Berry. <laughs> Together at last. Uh, Together for, at last. for real on that uh, Leftovers reference, it's an, it's an amazing turn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, done away, you did it. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, today, 3.30 Mountain Time, live here at frogpants.tv, and of course on the podcast thereafter, we'll be doing a boop show, and I've got the coolest indie game to talk about. Thing. I'm so excited. Oh, oh very good. So rad, yeah. It's I very, have, very cool. I as well have a really cool indie game as well. Oh, good. Mm. Well, then we'll be fighting over whose indie game is cooler. Uh, <laughs> that's today at 3.30 Mountain Time. Come watch us and hang out with us. Brian, any final words before we kick you out unceremoniously? I can't wait to lose my mind. Bye. I can't wait to lose my mind. Up in here. Up, up in, in here. here. Who, who does that? That is uh, DMX. Uh, there you go. I believe. I like. I liked. D- I liked that era of DMX, and then in particular that guy that was kind of crazy. What was his name? Um, he rapped. <laughs> uh, not he, Coolio. No, uh, but it's that era, and it's it's that guy who is like. Oh, I loved it. I loved it because it was so weird. It was like I can't narrow it down. I can't think of his name. <laughs> but it was just like a Buster Rhymes. That's who I Busta like. Buster Rhymes. Okay. All right. I yeah. like Buster Rhymes. It's a funny. Lot. I like three people, uh, four people in the chat room. Like, oh, crazy. Yeah, you must be talking about Buster yeah. Rhymes. <laughs> I think that guy had a cool thing going. All right. I don't know what he's doing now. Let's move on to. Uh, actually, we're gonna take a break. When we come back. Okay. Oh, just a real quick note. Uh, Fred and Can should be up right now. It's not. It'll go up right after the show. Um, I think I'm going to start putting it up after the show because if I put it up before, it's a little early for, for like mm. West Coasters and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they sometimes miss it. So I'm going to put it up after the show. But today, uh, well, we learned how Fred deals with maybe overindulging on Halloween. And oh that's a, no! That's a okay, of, wow. you know a little bit of uh, a little spoiler there. Maybe what's going on with him? So come <laughs> feel his pain and understand where Can's coming from on Fred and Can, the web comic about a guy who lives with a sentient can of expired cream corn over at fredandcan.com that'll be up right after the show 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have Bill. Then we'll have major spoilers. And then we'll have more. But before any of that, Brian will regale us with a song that he has chosen from a vast <laughs> library of music. Brian? <laughs> yes, we're going to uh, Minneapolis for this one. And uh, these guys are great. And this is the first I've ever heard of them. Um, they came, uh, the music uh, like came across my desk this morning via email. And I'm actually talking to the lead singer, a guy named Jeff Noller. Really, really good stuff. The band is called Skittish, and the band's been around for over 10 years, sprung from the Lake County of Minnesota back in 2007. Um, they've earned critical acclaim for their their combination that's kind of a little bit Paul Simon, a little bit all uh, Arcade Fire, and um, unfortunately, a lot of swears. Oh, and so wonderful. of the four songs I got from him, only one of them is uh, is suitable for air on TMS, which is a bummer because... There's one of them that I really, really like called uh, Car Crash Companion. But unfortunately, there's a there's a couple F. Actually, is the, the chorus has a very prominent F-bomb in it, which is brilliant. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is still great stuff, and you're going to love it. This comes from their brand new album, Savannah Sessions. Here's the band Skittish and the song Devil Knows You're Dead. Silence, my pet You're gonna miss me when I'm gone Gone, gone This thing we do With every midnight meets its dawn Dawn, dawn There's blood upon the moon one fool still trying to turn the wrong right. So with that in hand, I'll accept my fate in pushing wave. Gotta fix some of myself before the devil knows I'm dead. Devil knows I'm dead. Devil knows. Gotta take some for myself before the devil knows I'm dead. Devil knows I'm dead.
50 pound of flesh now Run along, no one fell That's life When the crowd wants blood, you alone oblige One sentence, the stars Here's your pound of flesh now here to talk to you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right. The sponsored episode is from Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's something we could all use a little more of right now, right? You know what I mean. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special code, TMS, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Il y a plein de jeux auxquels j'ai hyper envie de jouer le jour de la sortie de la balle d'histoire. C'est le drôle, je l'ai ou je l'y vendrai et je l'ai ou je n'en ai Moms don't have time to read books. You dump the stream into the morning. This is the morning stream. We have returned, everyone. Welcome back. Yes. It's an interesting sound those guys have. Yeah, very, very cool kind of 90s sound. Uh, once again, that is Skittish and the song Devil Knows You're Dead from their brand new album, Savannah Sessions. And they're they're awesome. There you have it. Um, all right. Welcome to the portion of the show where we have guests on. And, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's... Uh, Tech people. The studio ain't big enough for the two of us, Scott, but we're going we're gonna to try and make it work. We'll make them fit. We can fit them. We'll fit him in. <laughs> That's the plan anyway, so sit back, relax, while I play this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us from the Pacific Northwest and the home of PunishedProps.com, a uh, entity that makes amazing maker stuff and a website and a YouTube channel that you should be subscribing to. Bill, welcome back to the program. How the heck are you? Good morning. I'm doing all right. Got plenty of sleep last night. Feeling really good. Oh, man. I'm You're lucky. I did not sleep well at all last night. So uh, oh. Oh. I'll take what you're having. What are you having? <laughs> I played about six hours of Shadow of War yesterday. Oh. I don't know if that helped. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but I, I did kill a lot of orc captains. 
and that made me feel good. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with. By the way, that game. Uh, also been playing it here and there lately. I've been on kind of a open world tear, sort of. That mm-hmm. game is freaking great. It yeah. is really great. It got a bad rap at launch because it had this microtransaction crap that they pulled out, by the way, entirely. So they, oh, cool! I didn't even see that. Yeah, they and that's and that's how probably how it should be. But when it launched, there was ways that you could pay money to beef up your armies to take over the 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 cal- or the uh, you know the main objectives in each zone. Uh, that whole war mode thing. And mm-hmm. and it was it wasn't that egregious. You could still play the game without it, but they included it. This is back in a time, 2017, when that was starting to kind of be a problem, and it was it was uh, cresting. Let's say that problem. And mm-hmm. they responded by saying, "You know what? We're pulling it all out, all of it." And they did. They took all the microtransactions out of the game entirely. And then I think some people just plum forgot to check back because, at its core, that is an amazing sequel. It's an amazing game on its own. It's an incredible open world game. So yeah. good on you. That's the thing to be playing. Those orcs that's are not, badass. That, that's yeah. not what I'm here to talk about, though. Oh, shoot. We're not going to talk about <laughs> giant orcs who go, Oi, Ranger, I think you came to the wrong place again. You're not Grave talk- Walker. <laughs> I love those guys. The orcs <laughs> the orcs in the in the Shadow of War and, and Shadow of Mordor games are so great. Anyway, yeah. sorry. You're getting me all excited. Let's talk about what you came here to talk about. Uh, this past month or so, I've been working on a project. There's a prop that I've wanted for nearly 20 years. Ooh. So when I was a freshman in college, I first saw the show Trigun. Oh, okay. And uh, instantly fell in love with it. I love the show, the characters, and the props are so cool. Especially Vash the Stampede's revolver. So I made it, Finally. I built one. Oh, look at that. Okay, so I'd never, I'd never heard of this. Um, uh, try again, but uh, it's a, it's a freaking anime deal. Right? Animated, uh, yeah. yeah. Looking at it now, this is very cool, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing on one screen the gun in animated form. I'm seeing on the other screen Bill's uh, beautiful 3D actual object in touch, tangible, full resin plastic. I'll make a, yeah. I'll make a comment here that I. I tried to watch this show based on a couple of recommendations. I was on a bit of a, like, I had a I had a need in anime for a while there, and I was asking people what I should watch. And everyone's, oh, watch Trigun. If you've never seen it, you'll love it. It's kind of weird, western-y, kind of cool thing. So I watched it, and the part of the, pro- part of the problem why I didn't continue it is I could never get past that guy's stupid two hair things that hang down in his face. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the blonde dude? I hate that in anime when they got the two strands of, like, freaking ribbon hair in your face yeah right it's it's the smallest dumbest thing i couldn't get past it they look like hair fangs yeah hair fangs trying to eat his eyes there you go well i'll tell you what if you were 19 years old like i was when you watched it for the first time you would have thought it was the coolest thing ever which (laughs) i did you get past your issues with the yeah 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 now i love uh i love the the prop i love the show but i also have a thing for big chunky revolvers um like i've done uh, hellboy samaritan or the hand cannons in destiny or the revolvers in borderlands yeah even the blade runner gun is a big chunky chunky yeah yep and it is a revolver too all the mechanisms Mm -hmm. inside a revolver uh mine my uh vash's gun there is a 3d printed totally 3d printed uh, so what I did was I went through and I rewatched every episode of Trigun, and I took, <laughs> I screen captured every a video clip every time the gun showed up, ever just about every single time, and then I went through all of those clips frame by frame, 
to grab reference images of the gun so that I could 3D model my own. Oh, now I'm here to cool. tell you that gun changes <laughs> from <laughs> shot to shot and scene to scene, episode to episode. So I had to kind of uh, uh, make some uh, take not necessarily artistic liberties, but I had to make some decisions on the way I wanted it to look. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I then took those uh, screenshots and I made a, a blueprint of the side of it to kind of get an idea for the scale and the shape and everything. And I printed that out and spray mounted it to some cardboard so that I had a, a two-dimensional thing I could hold and test the size on it, the mm. scale, to make sure I had that just right. Right. And only after th- all of that work was done did I start 3D modeling it. Oh, interesting. And, and that's where most of the work was 3d modeling and and testing it does that bug you a little bit that in animated projects like this or animated source material where you're trying to duplicate something that they're often not great about yeah consistency with the items here's an example of a a 2d show where where there's there's some interesting challenges um the show sailor moon right we all know what sailor moon looks like she has a skirt and if you look at her in the show from whatever angle the skirt sort of makes a U shape that is always facing the camera. I don't know if that quite makes sense, but basically her, her skirt rotates to, to match the camera. Oh, I see. Not a saying. problem. Yeah. Not a problem in 2D. Right. You just draw the frame that way. Right. But in 3D, <laughs> that skirt literally has to rotate around her waist. Yeah. Right. To make right. it work. Uh, same thing with Mickey's ears. Mickey Mouse's ears always, always face the camera. Oh, yeah, you never yeah. see like side view. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Never thought of that. That's crazy. So I didn't run into anything quite like that, but it was still a challenge. Yeah. I I am amazed that you're not just building like a static, yeah, here's the gun, here's the revolver, really cool. I'm watching you mount or like sculpt out and figure out the the inner workings to actually make the trigger work, to make yep. it rotate the um the chamber or the, the barrel. That's because Bill's crazy. That's that's he is crazy, dude. You're crazy. Yeah, this is brilliant, the, though. It's it's uh, it was about a month and a half of that. So actually, getting those mechanisms to work and fit properly with one another uh, was most of the work. So I ended up mm-hmm. uh, 3D modeling, 3D printing, test fitting, and then remodeling and reprinting parts over and over again. Mm. I believe the receiver was printed at least six or seven times. Right? <laughs> mm, wow! Wow! Uh, so it is incredible. Yeah. So you're, do you even do you even mo- feel like you're like, hey, I just want to do a resin gun again? Does that ever even cross your mind? You've crossed over into like detail. I need land to here. make moving parts. Yeah. I need it. Okay. Moving parts are so cool. That's I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say. That's great. All right, sorry. Continue. So the here's the list of features. The the kit has uh, 31 parts. <laughs> it's got a lot of pieces. And uh, it breaks open for reloading, which is really neat. So you can pop that thing open. I put some dummy. I bought and installed some dummy bullets that are actual brass and lead, which is really cool. Uh, it is a double action revolver. So you can pull the hammer back and it cocks it. And then you pull the trigger and it fires it. Or you can just pull the trigger and it does all of that at once. It does both of those things, which wow. I'm particularly proud of uh, because I didn't have that in my Blade Runner gun. Uh, also, when you pull the trigger or pull the hammer back, it uh, it rotates the cylinder, which is cool. Is Pretty cool. close to how a real gun works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, when you spin the uh, the cylinder manually, like put your hand on it and just spin it, it, ma- it makes this noise. Oh, oh what? dude, it ratchets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this is incredible. Yeah, I mean, this looks like I'm looking at you working the mechanism on the inside here, and this thing looks like it could actually fire a bullet. Like it, you know, the hammer would hit the uh, the the bullet square in the back center and, right. and actually fire the dang thing. That's, so that's... Um, I, the thought has crossed my mind as I was modeling this whole thing <laughs> that like, boy, I'm awfully close to just making a real 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 gun here. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. Now I will say Vash's gun is different than many other revolvers. There are some real world ones where the barrel is on the bottom. It fires out of the bottom uh, cylinder. Uh, now the hammer, they don't really say how that's supposed to work in the show because the hammer connects the top. So I don't know how that's supposed to work in the context of the show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is pretty close to what a real world uh, revolver would, how it would operate. Uh, I did a lot of research. I have an airsoft revolver that I used as inspiration for the mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Now that's obviously a lot different than a real revolver, but um, the action is all very, very similar. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I'm just I'm so, yeah. mesmerized by oh, this video. Um, and then of course I sanded the crap out of it and painted it all shiny, like yeah, uh, like you do. So yeah, yeah. Now I have to point out that I made the files for this available for sale. So if anyone else wants to make their own. You can head over to punchprops.com and buy the files. They're cheap. Uh, there's there's a lot of them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the same way I did it with the Blade Runner gun. So if you're interested in either one of those and you have a 3D printer at home, you can just download it, uh, buy it and download it and make your own. Uh, I also made a separate video that's just showing the assembly, mm. like an overhead view of how all the parts go together. So if you, want to, if you are going to print your own, then you can watch that for more instruction. Of course, we've got the... Uh, the full-on video over at punishprops.com. Getting kind of a Hellboy gun. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that thing called? The, yeah. Not Reaper. What's it called? Whatever it's called. The Samaritan. The Samaritan, yeah. The, uh, the Samaritan is is actually not as long as this gun. This oh, gun is oh, really? gigantic, yeah. <laughs> but it's wider, right? It, like it is wider, yeah. yeah. much wider. Have you ever yeah. made one of those, like, uh, you know, Square, en- Square Enix likes to put these in their games, but one of those, one of those ga- guns that are gun and sword? Um Gunblade? Yeah, Gunblade. Do you have you made? I have those? not. No. <laughs> Is that what the kids are calling them these days? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a, gu- a gun and a blade called a gun something? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a gun something called something blade? <laughs> you should make one. Those are so badass. I'm not even like that big of a fan of the games they're featured in or any of the anime they're featured in, but I really like the look of. They're pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What, um, cool. In in a lot of the stuff that you 3D print, you want it to actually have some weight to it. Right. Sure. Like, what do you um, What do you do for that? Because I I actually went to Ace Hardware and picked up a bunch of brass washers. Mm-hmm. These things you can hear. Brass washers. They got some oh. brass. <laughs> Those funky, funky washers. washers. Because yeah. <laughs> um, like I did a three D printed uh, iPhone stand. I think mm-hmm. you saw on on Twitter, and it just needed some weight. And I tried doing like little channels to put a bunch of pennies in to give it some weight but it just didn't give it enough these brass washers do the trick but is there like a better can you get I mean, like blocks of heavy metal that you can drop into things to make them what, what i've done in the past is um i will design a prop usually the props i 3d print are in multiple pieces mm-hmm. and the way i put them together like i've done with my um gun here is that the the fittings and, uh, and hardware are all metal so this gun actually has a bunch of one eighth inch steel pins in it, holding yeah, that glue now. parts yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I did a like I did the sword from uh, Steven Universe, it, 
the blade was put together with a long, um, I think a quarter inch uh, threaded steel rod. So there's okay. a, a piece of steel going through that whole thing, and it does give it some good weight. Yeah. Now, I will say people frequently ask me about making props heavier, and I'm here to tell you that you don't want your prop to be heavier. If you're going to carry it around <laughs> at a convention all day, you want it to be as light as possible. My uh, District 9 guy was 17 pounds, and I'm here to tell you that's way too damn heavy. <laughs> <laughs> After one day walking around that thing, not Dragon Con. Yeah. An hour, not even a day. An hour wow. into that, and, I, and you just get so tired <laughs> Sure. <laughs> no, that makes uh, sense. This okay. is a very satisfying way. And I will say the dummy, the brass dummy bullets really give it that. That helps a lot. Well, I'm just watching. And you're, you're using all these things that you showed us or talked about last week in the um, on that site where you bought the springs. And yeah, the, McMaster car. Yeah, McMaster, McMaster car, car. Right. Oh, yeah. This is great. McMaster car. Such a cool name. Uh, all right. Well, this looks amazing. It's very course, cool. And is available Thanks, uh, currently on his site and on the uh, uh, the YouTube channel. So PunishProps.com is where you'll find all of it. Uh, Bill, any bonus content for today? Absolutely. So I got a video. Drop it in the chat for you guys. Uh, Alex, French guy cooking. Or I guess his channel is just called Alex now. He made his dream saucepan. Oh. He, went to, he went to, I think, Istanbul to the place where they make these pans by hand and followed along as they went through all the steps to make a saucepan from scratch. And it's gorgeous. And is he a yeah, French look man? Look at this guy's hair, Scott. Oh, I know. It's amazing. Is he French? <laughs> this guy, is he French? Extremely. Listen to this. <laughs> by the way, that's Patrick Peja. And then that's Patrick Peja backwards. So, <laughs> hard to tell there's any difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, French French sounds the same yeah. forward and backwards. Like, no, that's great. Uh, language. Go check it out. I forged my dream saucepan, says Alex. And wow, he's, uh, look at this thing. That's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. How do you even. My wife would do this. Mm -hmm. She wants to make her own saucepan. <laughs> She's always I mean, just the fact that you know you know exactly what you need, you yeah. know what material you want it to be, yeah. size and all that stuff. This is great. Yep. Check it out. That's available on YouTube as well. Bill Duran, PunishProps.com. And if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's always got fun stuff to say. He's at Chinbeard. Bill, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. See ya. I'll see Thank you in you the know. new world, whatever that is, next week. Uh, why does tomorrow feel like such a dividing line? Because oh. uh, it's a dividing line. I mean, it is the, it is the epitome of that. I guess it is. I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean... I'm in a surprisingly we'll optimistic mood about uh, everything at the moment, but uh, we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Hey, yeah. uh, let's uh, move on. Let's call let's call our friend Steven Schleicher. Yeah. He's at Major Spoilers. And, um, man, he should be proud of me because I have been reading so much comics lately. Oh, good. Um, I don't know if he'll be proud of me or not, but I'm going to play this. Steven Schleicher joining us all the way from Hayes, Kansas and Major Spoilers uh, headquarters at Majorspoilers.com. Uh, getting over a little bit of a cold. How you feeling, dude? You doing all right? About 60 percent. Hello, oh, Scott. Hello, Brian. 60. <laughs> I love uh, the I love the percentage. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Brian's a always a fan. You've been that since I've known Brian. It was always a percentage. So it's good to know. <laughs> it's good to know you do that as well, I guess. And that gives us a good quantifiable <laughs> idea of how you're feeling. 60 not great, though. I'd love you in the 80 no. range. I want you to feel no, better. We want you. We want you higher. This is this is week two, so it's not it's not great. So. It's not the Rona, right? No Rona. No, there's no. Uh, we kind of tracked it. That what probably happened is I overexhausted myself, yeah. getting up at five thirty in the morning, going for like 
four and seven mile walks in the cold and the fog. And then I think I just got a chest thing that exploded up into my head and is now back into my chest. And yeah, I'm just exhausted. Yeah, it sounds like that. Uh, that's that. I mean, that sore throat thing I had last week was just vicious, but it was like a normal fall thing. Like I get them all every year in the fall. And so uh, it's probably yeah. just something like that. Well, I hope everyone's all right. The rest of the family. OK, everybody else is a good. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I've All been right. sleeping on the couch uh, to avoid contaminating people yeah. with my with my germs. Although I do have a very scary Halloween story. Oh, do tell! Oh, really? So, I love a good so scary Halloween yeah. story. In my office, I have uh, you know a, a motion activated switch to turn on the lights, sure. so that uh, you know if I wander out of the room to go do something and I forget to come back in, the lights will shut off by themselves. Yeah. Uh, but I've been putting a piece of tape over this over the switch so that the lights don't turn on if I'm trying to sleep on the couch. Right. And so came down Saturday night. I didn't even make it to Halloween. I slept for like 14 hours on, on Saturday night. But I came down and I just put the tape over the switch. Lights went out. I laid down, not even moving. Like 10 minutes later, the lights popped back on. Oh. And I was like, there is no way that that light, I even got up That's because scary. I was like, well, I have to turn off the light. But I even got up and there's nothing that would have activated that switch, but it just came on. I don't like Weird. that at all. No, no. That... <laughs> I know, right? Scary, so there's a dude. Halloween story for everybody. All right. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, well, here on the Day of the Dead or whatever it's called, uh, I got a thing to tell you real quick and then we'll get to uh, the content. Um, I've been reading comics like a like a freak. I don't know what my deal is, but I am, I am like way back in on everything Nerd. I've been reading. Okay, I'll tell you this experience I had. I did get the DC thing. It's like seven bucks a month. It's going to roll over to the newer version of whatever they're doing when that happens. Um, but for now, it's you know there's thirty thousand comics on there. It's worth it's worth subbing for, I think. And um, uh, I started reading the the relatively new series. Started in last year, I guess, and is still ongoing. But the 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 weird alternate universe uh thing called i forgot the name hold on oh deceased but it's spelled like oh, dc yeah, yeah. and then east right. uh, it's basically <laughs> a zombie take on the dc universe and i really thought number one going into it i was gonna hate it because i usually hate these conceits and number two i i got deep into it and got to a point where the virus in this story it's not a spoiler if you're looking forward to reading it because they tell you right away, but it, basically the virus is spread through human to human contact, but also social media contact. So like you could send oh, really? the virus Bizarre. comes through Twitter or something or through Facebook and you can get it by looking at it. And so yeah. I thought that sounded so dumb. And I was like, that's the dumbest idea. I think I'm out. But then I stuck with it. And man, if I am not enjoying the hell out of Deceased, I really I like know, a it. A lot of people really like it. It's it's a it's a top seller. Um, it should be. Everything. It's freaking fantastic. The weird thing is it's the anti-life equation is what it is, Brian. Right. Uh, this was something that they tried to do back in, I think, just before 52 started. They had something where Darkseid finally found the anti-life equation and it was spreading through everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the same thing, but everyone's forgotten about the previous story. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is picking that up. And, and and Scott, if you like De- Deceased, yeah. wait until you see what Dynamite Entertainment is doing. It's Dynamite. Oh, no way. And it's I'll, the same. It's the same zombies. What you know? I'll, what I'll read that. I like that stuff. So I'm all in. There's a scene. What's the? Who's the giant woman uh, in DC that, that can turn into a big giant tall walking lady? Giganta. Giganta. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Gi- I thought Giganta was Marvel. No, Giganta is DC. She's DC. I, I can't think. keep track of these. I think so. I think maybe Titania is the Marvel equivalent. But, but or something. the tri- the trippy thing here is the the heroes don't have any. 
if they catch it by whatever means they get it, they can't. They they there's no stopping it. There's no resistance to it. So a hero like Superman or whatever, if he got it, he'd have it. Anybody would retain all the horrible powers that Superman would have in that context. So he'd be just a yeah. horrible weapon um, of just mass destruction um, and chaos. And so that's how they, you know, various heroes do get it. Others heroes, you know, are, are, are around and trying to make everything work and whatever. It's a very interesting take on all of it. But there's this scene with Giganta and um, uh, who's the robot guy? My brain. Cyborg. Cyborg. There's a scene with Cyborg and Giganta that is just one of the most shocking moments in comics. I freaking loved it so much. So anyway, I guess I just I'm just here to make a recommendation. I think Deceased is is weirdly good and probably should be read by people. <laughs> and I'm sad there's only like three issues up on the service so far. I gotta wait for Yeah, it's it is still ongoing. There's a spin-off series. It's uh, Deceased. It's Hope at World's End is the spin-off series. I would read that too. I'm gonna go find yep. it then. I don't know if I'm And then make sure you go read Marvel Zombies if you haven't read Marvel Zombies. Yeah, similar deal, right? And that was a that was a uh, what's his name uh, joint, uh, Walking Dead guy joint, right? He wrote that. No, that wasn't Robert Kirkman. What Kirk it was was it spun out of the um, Ultimate uh, Comics, Ultimate Fantastic Four, where they unlocked a zombie dimension, and then uh, those zombies got into the main Marvel universe. Why did and, I think uh, that that was Kirk a Kirkman joint? Are you sure? Yeah, here, here, written by Robert Kirkman. There really? it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. That yeah, was like, that was like his big thing. Back that, to the well, there, Robert Kirkman. Didn't that put him on the <laughs> put him on the map? And he was like, "I'm going to do my my zombie story now." And he went and did his zombie story. Anyway, I thought I was right about that. Anyway, uh, that's great. I'm reading tons of comics. I love comic books; they're great. So that's why we have Stephen on because not only do we get to talk about comics, but the extended world of other things that are connected to them. So, uh, what are we talking about today, Stephen? What do you want to talk about? Oh, uh, how about we talk about that extended world of the Mandalorian? <sighs> Did you guys get to watch the first episode? Yes. I have not yet. Oh, oh Brian. Brian. Hey, I know. Brian. I know. I told Tina, I said, this is one I'm, I want to watch day and date. And uh, so we are going to watch it tonight. But so don't don't worry. Spoil it, whatever. That's totally I, I was a day late well, on it. So I understand the lateness and I was trying to avoid spoilers <laughs> and everything. And I was able so to do it. Just, but man, without without spoilers, because you will want to watch until the you think the show is over. But keep watching because there's Ooh, a thing at the okay, very cool. end. That is kind of a, a big thing that I won't uh, that I won't reveal. Do you guys ever feel okay. like you're watching a thing that that they wrote specifically for you? Have you ever felt like that? <laughs> well, this is certainly it, for, especially for fans of Deadwood, because Timothy Oliphant, yeah. I always call him Oliphant, uh, Oliphant. shows Oliphant. up in this <laughs> as kind of the the marshal of this mining town. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where we've heard that before. Yeah, and uh, he and he and he and uh, the Mandalorian have to team up to uh, with the. Um, uh, the Sand People, the Tuscan Raiders, yeah, uh, which hmm. plays off very much like I, it, in a Western where the Native Americans and the town folk have to work together to defeat a common a con- common enemy. Yeah, and so that plays off really really well in this episode. Let me but say if this you're not too. paying attention, yeah. you're going to miss two really big cameo appearances. <laughs> right. The first, John Leguizamo, yep. appears in this show for like a hot hot second. Yeah, uh, his great. voice at least. Yeah, it's great. And I assume, I assume one, he probably did bo- a mocap for that too. I assume. No, he didn't. They oh, actually didn't? had um, uh, somebody else do the mocap for that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The second one is the uh, proprietor of the bar in the small town, Weekway. Yeah. Is hmm. played by W. Earl Brown, who played Dan in uh, Deadwood <laughs> in as Deadwood. well. So it's we kind of like got a, a little Deadwood reunion. It's a Deadwood reunion. You got Dan, who was like the he was like the um, one of Swear Engine's top captain guys. The kind of heavier set guy with the long oh, yeah. hair and the okay. hat. With yeah. the mustache. Dan, so get wait, down there. Weekway, 
Go ahead. Isn't Weequay one of uh, the the Jabba's uh, Jabba's henchmen? Or we see Weequay in the in the movies, right? I think so. He's it, at least I don't think it's the same person, but maybe it's that species oh. or whatever. Yeah, okay. species but, of dude. Uh, yeah. He, that, so that when really he showed good. up, and I had no idea this was Dan until I went and looked it up. And I yeah. went and looked, I went and looked it up, and I went, "Oh my gosh, they are having, they're having a Deadwood reunion, except they're kind of on the opposite side of the law in Deadwood, and here they're kind of pals." But mm-hmm. like him and Timothy Oliphant hanging out, I was just like, "My gosh, what are you doing to me? You're just writing this for me, and the whole the entire story feels like it was for me. The concept of the whole thing." feels like it's just like hey scott we know you like these five or six ideas and you and you talk about them incessantly how about a whole episode that just touches on all the things you think you're obsessed with that's what happened brian you're going to love this and, episode it's so good cool, yeah and, and the first time that you see timothy timothy oliphant uh, show up he looks just like pierce brosnan yeah it does kind of weird it's his hair it's that hair yeah. and, the, and the, the hair and the goatee and the yeah I can't wait yeah so weekly is a is a um a star it's wars crazy. race of aliens yeah and we have seen some, but like mostly uh, the ones I'm looking at were ones in uh, uh, Rebels and um, like Hondo Onaka is a weak way. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, gotcha. okay, he doesn't yeah. forget. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. They do go back That's to awesome. Tatooine, so you know the the remotest planet out in the uh, spiral arm sure gets a lot of play in this Star Wars. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So much stuff happens on this uh, forgotten desert planet, and you're gonna go. When it gets to the very and, and you're right, do not get up or go pee at the end. There's yeah, because you're, you're going to get to the point. It's like okay, that's over. Mandalorian and, and the child are riding off into the desert with a big old thing on their on their uh, bike, and that's it. And then you're going to say what? no, don't, don't. I never, I never leave the credits because there are always these beautifully painted uh, scenes from the uh, from the show. They're just so gorgeous. Yeah, and this is no different yeah. than that. It's very, very good. So you're going to love yeah. it. I can't cool. wait can't to wait. hear what you think because. So if you also if you also saw one more thing here before we go, uh, one other thing that you probably saw blow up on your timelines this past week were all the the life size the childs showing up on mm-hmm. everyone's Instagram and everyone's feed. Those are the hot toy or the sideshow collectibles, uh, the child figure. It's life size, accurate into some super incredible detail. It is so lifelike. It looks incredibly cool. Um, if you want to get one, you can't. Because those were pre-ordered like uh, eight months ago, yeah. back about the first time the first season was running. But you can pre-order the second wave, which will probably come in March of 2021, $375 if you want one of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> were those mostly people that were like influencers and got them as a way to show them off and get people to buy I'm them? I'm sure Adam, Adam Savage did. I saw one other person in my timeline who I know she didn't purchase one and said that uh, she got it sent to her. But a lot of people went out and bought these things. Because the minute that Sideshow announced them, people were like, gimme, 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 gimme. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, originally, I thought this was going to be a limited run of these things. But apparently, Sideshow is like, well, I think we can extend this license with Disney and uh, and push push these out a little bit more. Now, I, mm-hmm. this I don't believe is posable. I think it is kind of maybe it's arms move. But uh, it is kind of in a fixed fixed position, kind of looking up at you kind of thing. Can it and f- it's and it's great. Can it push fire back? Because we could really use that. I, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, right. guessing that's a that's a thing. That's just a, that's just a movie thing. You're saying. Your little silver yeah. gear shift. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, oh, just all in on this. Like, I the the funny thing about it is, I was n- not worried, but I was just like, all right, you struck lightning with with the first season. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. season two sophomore effort can be a little tricky. Sophomore and, slump. Yeah, and it may right. still we have a whole season ahead of us. I don't know, but man, 
talk about just hitting all your marks in your first episode. It's just great. Well, so one thing that you can kind of attribute that to is the fact that Dave Filoni and um, uh, what's his face? Uh, um, uh, John Favreau. John, John Favreau, yeah. Are still in charge. Right. Uh, when, when Iron Man was coming out, people were like, yeah, sure, whatever. John Favreau, go do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. And he created the Marvel Universe and kind of set the tone for everything going forward. But then it was kind of immediately taken away from him and given to everyone else. Here they're letting Filoni and Favreau just kind of continue to run with this and take a hands-off approach, which is really surprising considering that it's Disney. And I don't know how much, you know, I say hands-off approach. We don't know how much manip- manipulation is going on, but I think from the Lucasfilm side, they're kind of just like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. We'll, we trust you. Yeah, I, uh, I those guys need to stay where they're at and not let someone else do this, unless they're great and you can prove it to me that they're great because they're really yeah. killing it with this. It is Star Wars to me, and I'm sorry, but those last three movies pale compared to this. He is. I, I heard a joke the other day that um, Pedro Pascal was in the hospital um, recovering from having to shoulder the entire weight of the Star Wars universe on his back. <laughs> and you know what? It feels like that. It's just such a, it is so Star Wars to me in every, yeah. every way. I don't even need Jedis and we kind of have some of that, but it's, it's, I don't need that stuff. I don't need the Skywalker trilogy anymore. I'm good. Or the Star- Skywalker story or, or, or saga. Just give me these interesting stories, apply some old ideas. I mean, I realize they're templating the hell out of it with concepts from Kurosawa movies and old Westerns. And like, I know they're doing that and I'm, but I'm fine with it. Like it just totally is so right. And so good. It's just what I want. So keep making it and don't stop ever. Uh, real quick here, Steven, uh, got a note here about, uh, Marvel. Well, we talked about this a little bit on the show, but Marvel comic or Marvel unlimited is releasing comics sooner, uh, three months instead of six months. Uh, this in light of, or just the announcement came after DC's new plan, which was, going with the six months and now I don't know if this puts any pressure on them to do anything so I'd be curious about your take on that but how do you feel overall about Marvel saying yeah what if we uh what if we gave them to you sooner I, I think Marvel and DC are both uh late to the party because here's what's going on over at Comixology Unlimited yeah Archie Comics and several other small publishers have already announced day and date release yeah. for their unlimited service so if you like the Archie stuff Man, day that it's at your local comic shop, you can read it on Comixology uh, uh, Unlimited. I have a feeling that that is what we're going to see over the next six months, a battle to see who can get those unlimited subscribers. Mm -hmm. So, Scott, if you're a Comixology Unlimited subscriber, they want to keep you around. But I think we're going to look and see Marvel and DC and all these others really jockeying to see who can get their stuff out uh, fast enough to where they can get more of those ongoing subscription dollars uh, because that's kind of where it's at. Uh, unfortunately, people subscribe to something and then they forget about it. Right. And uh, I think that's what they want with these with these digital comics. Yeah, I hope I hope uh, that whole space stays really competitive because I think that's good for for readers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, competing on price, competing on release dates, competing on ex, you know access to what mm-hmm. content you've got, where are your indies. Like the biggest strength of Comicsology right now is the indies and the other publishers that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff I would never get otherwise and I, I've discovered some really great amazing things over there um, but when I want my mainstream fix I get that from Marvel and DC but they're also a little bit more money they have this six month thing like there's all these all these reasons to sort of hope that they all continue to compete and uh, you know we'll, we'll uh, you know ultimately we'll get the better the better thing than if there was just like one comics app to rule them all sort of thing right 
Um, one other thing I was going to tell you, I, I started reading Superman, Batman, which is uh, the newer run of this. And I forget the name mm-hmm. of the artist, but I think I may have found my new favorite artist working at DC. It's so <laughs> He's so good. And I can't remember, I can't remember his name or I'd recommend it. But um, if you have the DC app, and I think it might even be in Comixology, some of this, but it's basically just oh, stories sure of Superman and Batman tooling around, you know, getting shit done. And, uh, and they're, and they're great. They're very, they're, they're, the art in them is selling me on the entire thing. The story's okay too, but the, the art is, is killer. Anyway. I am looking probably at the second arc of this right now, but is it Clayton Henry? Is that who you're, um, no, you're it, the of? name was, I want to say sounded maybe like Latino name, last name. Um, I can't remember his name. It's so I good, will look though. here at Majorspoilers.com using the handy search engine, and uh, <laughs> there you go. It, yeah. it looks uh, Batman Superman number one. Oh, David Marquez. That's it, okay. David Marquez. I love his art. Oh my gosh, it's kind of a Jim Lee meets, um, you know, like if Alex. There's a painterly quality to it, but not so mm-hmm. Alex Ross painterly that it's you know just paintings. But there's also this Jim Lee quality to the to, to it, and it's like this weird combination of stylized and real. And I, there's something about it just really got me. I really like it. Yeah, cool. Like a lot. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Uh, good stuff all around here. And uh, uh, yeah, you know what I'd like if all these guys, Marvel, DC, everybody, just started saying, "Okay, the physical issues are out month one. A month after, goes digital." And then there'll be some cases where they go digital day and date because that makes sense and whatever to go ahead and do that. But for all the stuff they're worried about, the comic books and stuff, put out the big shipment. People who want to have it day and date in physical form will get them. And then 30 days later, put them on digital. Well, we already have them on digital day and date, right? But the problem is, is that's the, you buy them individual, single individual digital. So you're still paying full cover price. And that's the big, that's the big sticking point. Sure. Is the brick and mortars are, if you charge anything less on digital than what we can charge in the store, we will ban your books from our store forever. And that's got the publisher spooked, even though it really shouldn't. Yeah. Um, But what, what you're talking about is let's get it day and date on the unlimited services. Uh, to where you're not paying the 4.99 an issue, yeah. and that, like I said, I think that's going to be the big battleground coming up in the next year. Right. Uh, I was surprised when Archie did it; there was very little to no backlash from comics retailers. So I think at this point, they're just more concerned about uh, can we even bring people into our store, and what are we doing to try to bring people into our store, as opposed to fighting over digital comics. Right. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just such a subscription guy that I always want this all to work out in my direction. Yeah. But that's very selfish of me. And you know, are there other wrong with that at all? There's there's other you know other people have other interests in all of this. But what I want is just a stream of comics for ten bucks yeah. a month that I can read until eternity is over. That's what I want. But I'm not going to get it. All right, Stephen. Uh, always a pleasure. I hope you continue to feel better, dude. I hope so too. Uh, yeah, and uh, people at home, go check out my majorspoilers.com. You hear us say it all, uh, every Monday, but uh, we mean it. Uh, it's an amazing place to go find the latest and greatest. And of course, follow Stephen on uh, Major Spoilers on Twitter. Stephen, have a fantastic election day tomorrow. <laughs> Stay hydrated. All right. You already voted, right? You voted. I voted. I oh, dropped good. mine off, and I even uh, tracked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a website you can go to to track to see what the status of your ballot is, and mine was tracked, submitted, and accepted. So. Sweet. We did a drive-up thing as well, and it. Uh, we also have the tracking, although I haven't checked it, so I should probably check it. But yes, 
Vote. If you haven't done it already, go out there day of, wear a mask, stay safe, and do it. And and if you've already done it once, go out and do it again. Yeah. And still, stay (laughs) hydrated while you're in line. No, don't do it again. That's a federal offense, Brian. (laughs) Brian, you're not allowed. You're you're not allowed. You can't. uh... Right, right, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's a josher. See you later, Stephen. Okay. Well, we've done it. (laughs) We've done it. We did what we came here to do. We have one more thing to do. And that's a mashup, a Monday morning mashup. It's called the Yay. Family Finger. The Family Finger. Oh, God. <laughs> just, you know, this phrase, but still, yeah. Hey, Sounds okay. dangerous. Hey. But uh, TMS mashups, a.k.a. Jamie Brand, put this together as he always does on Mondays, and here it is now. That's it. I'm never picking up the phone again. It's the devil's receiver. I'm not doing it. A floopiness. A floopiness. <laughs> 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 Zip, zam, boom, bam, flip, flam, boom, done. Marvel Unlimited's going to start putting out their comics more quickly than six months because right now it's six months and that's awesome. That's water. I spilled water. (laughs) (laughs) When you push this button, it makes you take a shit. You're only allowed in here if you're French. Sorry, that's Oh, get me out of here. Try to open with a baguette. (laughs) The Wi-Fi sucks. I can't get showtime. My husband's penis is flaccid. (laughs) Wow, wow, would have never guessed. It really adds a bunch of stuff, Google Translate. Yeah, sure does. What would that even be? Uh, It's uh, Thanksgiving movies. I don't know. I mean, planes, trains, automobiles. What's another Thanksgiving movie? Uh, Meet my parents, something. The Family Finger, whatever it is. Yeah, Family (laughs) Finger. Wait, what is that one? Family (laughs) Finger, right? The Finger, they're flipping you off in the poster. The Family Stone, the Family Stone, that's it. Uh, If this sort of stuff tickles your fancy, it all grab it hey I'm man what exactly is a fancy and why would you want to tickle it uh all, you really i hear that a lot i get kicked off twitch if i put it on camera i can't show you my okay fancy. Don't, don't don't show me your fancy okay yeah, not so allowed. you don't need to lay down on the bed to tuck in your fancy no i don't i regret that reddit was created and people post pornography <laughs> i would play it right now if i had it in front of me i loved i loved it i would let it touch my fancy yeah let it rub your fancy <laughs> who's in all the movies with um i gotta stop thinking of names today she was in all the woody allen movies uh, oh um and then not, not mia farrow um the other one she's in diane weiss diane no the other no. one she's like her though she's famous Bill played annie hall um yes yeah right who's that that's uh diane keaton diane keaton yes jeez louise that was hard to get out anyway but i think it's her finger that's flipping the bird either that or rachel mcadams okay. just going i just uh, don't think i want to watch a movie called the family finger it's yeah don't watch the family finger it's the porn version of the family. The stone. story of the Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a good one. Jammy. 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 Well done, Jammy. I'm going to call you Jammy from now on. Jammy. Uh, good job. Jammy. Uh, quick note to any of our older listeners. Not that you're the only ones targeted here, but uh, <laughs> watch out for uh, emails that say, welcome to 2021 open enrollment. Here in this country, we have an enrollment thing for uh, the health care uh, deal, uh, the Affordable Care Act. And uh, on here, it says, get cover with this open enrollment period. Get cover. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a way to get me? Yeah, I'm sure this is legitimate. I'm sure it's 100%. Yeah, they spelled premiums totally wrong. Deductibles is spelled wrong. Copays is spelled wrong. Uh, the link, I if I hover over the link, it takes me to some horrific weird. I'm just saying, be careful. Don't click stuff. Yeah. You're going to get fished right now. Just 
watch it. It sounds too legit to quit. Too legitimate to quit him it. All right. <laughs> That's it for the show. We're done. Uh, a reminder that I mentioned Boop Show. I mentioned Fred and Can. What else is today? That's probably it on my side. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but there'll be more stuff. So stick around, I guess. Hey, uh, oh, Skim. There'll be a Skim today. That's what I meant to mention. Kim and I are going to record that right after this. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. And if you'd like to support this goings on, this, this ongoing concern known as TMS, you can do that at patreon.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here with music. And I don't know what we're doing, but we're going to play some. What do you got over there? We're doing a song that's going out to Heather Brown. She wrote in and said, happy anniversary to my husband, Dan. Dan, 10 years ago, I married my best friend and the journey so far has been amazing. We are so blessed. Thank you for making me smile and laugh along the way for being the hand I can hold on to if things get a bit rocky and for being the safe haven where I can rest. And so our journey continues, hopefully for many years to come. I look forward to sharing every mile with you. Love, Heather. Oh, uh, Heather had a couple different requests, a cover of Michael Franti's life is better with you. I don't have any good covers of that in my library. So I went with her second request, which was a cover of grow old along with me by John Lennon. Uh, this is great because I've got an excellent version done by the postal service. They recorded this for the 10th anniversary deluxe edition of their album, give up, which also includes a great, great version of such great heights. So good. Postal Service covering John Lennon. Here is Grow Old With Me. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of TMS. Join us then. Grow old along with me. The best is yet to be. When our time is come, we will be.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Why won't that play? <laughs>